is the Under Center Podcast. Who's to blame? Russ or Hackett? Because on Sunday, the Broncos lost again to the Baltimore Ravens. And I sent out a tweet off the show's account when Lamar Jackson went down in that game saying, if Tyler Huntley and the Ravens beat you in this game, Broncos fans, do you leave Hackett at the airport and go home without him? But looking into it a bit more, I don't put the blame at Hackett's feet, myself personally. I think that the blame has to go to Russ because we've seen him change. Hackett is no longer a play caller. He's given it to Clint Kubiak. The same things are happening on the offense. There is injuries, but it doesn't matter if there's injuries, but if Russ doesn't throw a football, they can't run the ball. Well, they run the ball okay, but they can't. The it's. I think actually, that, to be fair, not running the ball, that's actually wrong. They actually run the ball better than they actually throw the ball. Their defense is fantastic. You know, I, um, I don't know if you've seen the, the stats um, about, you know, previous years in the Broncos. Um, obviously, Teddy was the quarterback last season. Drew Locke was a quarterback the season before. If they replicated their stats from those two seasons and put it into this year, I think they were saying like the Broncos would be like eight and four or seven and five or something like that. But on your opinion, who is to blame for the mess that's going on in Denver at the moment? For me, it's the GM, uh, the guy who decided to have a first year uh, head coach getting involved with such a big personality as Russell Wilson. And that was never going to end well in my head. As soon as I saw that news break that they were going to have a, have a first year head coach and B bring in Russell Wilson. I thought this is not going to work. That's not a match made in heaven. Nowhere near. Now has Russ shown us enough to say, Oh, okay. It's not him to blame. Absolutely not. He has stunk. He has been really, really bad. But has Hackett been any better? No, he refused to give up the play calling for a long, long time. And even now that he has, does he have the right guy in place? Um, and are they kind of still trying to, you know, uh, replicate the style that Hackett had been running through the season? Because it's very difficult to just throw out a playbook mid-season. In fact, it's impossible. You have to run the same schemes that you had been running previously. And it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you're going to bring in a guy of Russell Wilson's caliber, you should have a guy at the helm who is, A, able to supersede the personality, right? So he needs to be the leader in the locker room as opposed to Russ being the guy that everybody's looking to. And B, have the experience in winning so as he can lead Russ to that point with that new team. So yeah, I'm blaming the GM all the way on this one. Okay. It's an interesting one. How I would counter with that with, with the with the head coach is Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay. He knew how to call plays. He knew how to draw up plays. Um, I, so I don't put so much blame on him for get, not giving up play calling duties at the time um, or why it took so long. I'm actually kind of a bit surprised that he actually gave up play calling duties in general. Um, if, he was the de- if he was like a defensive coach, then I would understand. Um, 
obviously they brought Hackett in because they thought they were going to get Aaron Rodgers and he wanted to get his mate in. So when that didn't happen, then yes, they were stuck. Um, so they did obviously made the trade for Russ. Um, Russ, like you ask Seattle fans, you could tell there was a decline with Russ, especially at the end of last season, the second half of last season, probably even the first half to do. Um, every, everyone talks about like obviously post finger injury with, with Russ and obviously he rushed back and he wasn't good, but he, he was struggling before the injury as well. Um, but it's not talked about a lot. Um, I think as well that there, there there's so much surprise around this with, with Russ too. And I think a big thing to do with deal, a, a big issue with that, I should say, sorry, my, my, um, my speech, my tongue is all twisted now, does he know? But Seattle Pacific Northwest up there in the corner, they're left to their own devices for the most time. They're not like, a Broncos, they're not like a New York team, they're not like an LA team where you know they get a lot of media attention from national media. So everyone just saw, oh, Russ is there. Oh, he throws a lot of touchdowns. The Seahawks always have a winning record, they always make the playoffs. So Russ is obviously a fantastic quarterback. The fact then that he left, he moved to Denver and he struggled in Denver with national coverage. Now everyone's talking about the issues. I'll bring you back. To do you remember the let Russ cook era? Everyone wanted to let Russ cook, throw the ball more, blah blah blah. P. Carroll stopped that after the game against the Bills, where he had, I think, two t- two interceptions and like two fumbles in that game or something like that. He shut it down, went back to his conservative play, which Russ obviously didn't like, and that was the beginning of the end. Something that's not spoken about is about. Uh, about that in terms of this season with Gino is the Seahawks are fifth in the league for early down passing. They are throwing the ball more now than they did when Russ was actually there. So P has never had a problem with quarterbacks throwing the ball. P had a problem with not having the right quarterback to throw the ball. Now he feels like he does with Gino and he's throwing the ball a lot. That's an interesting – that's something to, to look at when we're trying to evaluate the stuff with Russ. I think that Russ is just on the decline. He's gotten his contract and great for him, fantastic. Always happy to see a player make his bag. But he has screwed over the Broncos, whether intentionally or unintentionally, but he's screwed over the Broncos for the next five, seven years because of this contract. They can't get out of it unless they want to eat a load of cap, dead cap, which will actually cripple the team. And look, I can't see this getting better. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting that you brought up the stats between the the Seahawks pre and post the move, um, and it was something that I kind of noticed throughout Russell Wilson's career uh, was that he he's never really been excellent at diagnosing defenses. Right, he's really relied on his physical attributes so we can throw a deep ball very well and he always had the right guys on the outside he had the speedsters like Lockett throughout his entire career who he could always rely on getting open down the field I'm not sure he was ever fully able to diagnose a defense uh, read the middle of the field like an elite quarterback should be able to do and when the pressure came along he would always peel out use his legs and and since he's been getting that bit older, he's lost a step in that regard. So he no longer has that 
elite breakout ability in his back pocket to just uh, you know that that's that's what everybody talked about at the start of Russell Wilson's career was how good he was with his legs how long he could extend the play for and he just hasn't been able to do that with the Broncos um on the flip side of that Geno Smith has always been a decent reader of the defense now I, I don't think he's been doing an exceptional job of it this season um but he's been doing better than what what russ has been doing absolutely 100 so i think you're right i think it has been a case of pete carroll has just kind of masked over the um the flaws in russell wilson's game absolutely played to his strengths of which he has many i'm not saying this guy doesn't have he's just a terrible quarterback he has the ability to throw the deep ball um, he's good with his legs, all that sort of thing. But you need to play to his strengths and cover up his weaknesses. And the Broncos have not gotten used to doing that just yet. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned about the, the, the fact that he used to break out of the pocket. The fact now that he's lost a good bit of speed and the inability to break out the pocket is quick, I think is probably a big factor in that as well, is why he's probably not playing to the level that he used to play with in in Seattle. Um, it will be interesting to see because I, I don't have uh, much faith in whoever the Broncos bring in um, to be the person to turn it around. Um, I spoke to friends about this, actually. It, whoever they bring in, if it is, if Hackett does go, um, which it looks like he will, whoever they do bring in, I can see next season Russ starting off well. Because he's done that before with the team in the last few years. He started off well, say weeks one through six. And then after week six, you fall off a hill. Or as uh, your brother kindly likes to say, fall off a cliff. Um, And I think that's we'll get back to the usual now with Russ. um, Yeah, I just, I I think the the Broncos are in a lot of trouble. And look, saying this with my Seahawks hat on, I'm... I, I rather them than us <laughs> at the moment. 